welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. Hi there, this is Brian Collins from Become a Writer Today and in this podcast episode I want to talk about what one of my creative heroes said after becoming widely successful and I want to talk a little bit how he became successful and of course I'm talking about the film writer the actor, the screenwriter, and the comedian Steve Martin. Steve Martin spent much of the 1970s becoming America's top stand-up comedian. He toured the country with his surreal show and sold out arenas to thousands of screaming fans. But Martin wanted more. You see, his real goal was to break into the movie business. And Martin knew it would take a single-minded focus to achieve this new, larger goal. So what did he do? Well, he put a stand-up career to one side and he concentrated on acting and screenwriting and in the early to mid 1980s Martin had a string of hits with films like Planes, Trains and Automobiles, Roxanne and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and he became so famous that Time magazine put him on the cover and declared Steve Martin he's off the wall and Steve had finally achieved financial security and recognition but yet at the peak of his career Steve Martin continued to doubt himself he said You're saying I'm on the cover of time? I must be successful? At the same time, you're thinking, when's it going to be over? I've had many of those moments. You see, Martin, like many successful artists, creative professionals and even writers, has struggled with self-doubt throughout his career. But he found a way to push through these moments and embrace wild and crazy successes. So the first takeaway from this is don't be afraid of your mistakes. If you're at the start of your creative career, it's hard to conquer self-doubt, much less muse on how you'll manage success like Steve or sell out an arena or launch a best-selling book. So a new writer could slave away in his first draft until it's perfect and he could be too afraid to release it into the world and get critical feedback from an editor or from early readers. Or an artist could look at the blank white canvas with fear and dread and she could wonder how will she ever paint today, much less ask somebody for advice on what she created. And at least new writers and artists can practice alone when they're starting off. I think aspiring comedians have it the worst. They open themselves up to small public failures night after night. And that brings me to learn how to fail in public. Before he became famous, Steve Martin spent years touring diner clubs and restaurants, testing and refining his unique, surreal brand of comedy. And he said, Everything was learnt in practice and the lonely road with no critical eyes watching. It was the place to dig up my boldest or dumbest ideas and put them on stage. At night, preoccupied by the success or failure of that evening's show, I would return to my motel room and glumly watch the three TV channels sign off the air at 11.30, knowing I had at least two more hours of ceiling staring to do before the adrenaline eased off and I could fall asleep. Now, we don't have to worry about only having three TV channels these days, but still putting your work or your writing or your creative projects out into the world, whether it's a book or an album or a film or an app or even a comedy show, can feel like you're walking out into the street wearing no pants. How long will it take before somebody notices? And how will people react when they see what you've done? And isn't all this work in public just a little embarrassing? And yes, somebody might notice, and yes, it could feel a little awkward, but you're only going to learn so much from practicing alone in your room. After a certain point, a public failure is far more instructive than a private masterpiece. Consider Martin practicing his rough-around-the-edges comedy shows on the road night after night. 
Like Martin, you can learn more about your craft and what to do next from the reaction of would-be fans. You should also treat success and failure the same. See, you see, success is another beast entirely to failure. If you achieve a goal in the arena, on the pitch or field, will you be happy with the same achievement next season? Probably not. It's natural to want more just like Steve Martin did. If your creative business expands, perhaps you'll have to hire a team to take care of sales or marketing or even customer support. And then you've got to say goodbye to being a scrappy founder and hello to being a CEO. Or if fans start buying your art or books, prepare to deal with accusations of selling out. And what's more, you're probably going to need to learn the business behind being a creative professional. Numbers just aren't as sexy as the blank page or canvas. And if you do publish a best-selling book, you're going to open yourself up to managing your readers or critics' expectations. Take the case of Elizabeth Gilbert. She knew she'd struggle to match the success of her 2006 book, Eat, Pray, Love. It's just hard to top selling 10 million copies in Oprah declaring, the story has reached into almost every corner of the world. But Gilbert went ahead and wrote the follow-up anyway. And yes, it sold less copies. And Gilbert even said her book Committed bombed. But that didn't stop her writing another book that fans loved, which was called Big Magic. And it's all about creativity and fear and art. So what I would say to you is take a note from the famous English poet Rudyard Kipling. In his poem If, he said, to meet triumph and disaster and treat these two imposters just the same. So put your time in, because when Martin reflected on what it took to make it as a comedian, actor and filmmaker, he wrote, I did stand-up comedy for 18 years. Ten of those years were spent learning, four four years were spent refining, and four were spent in wild success. Have you spent 18 plus years learning, practicing and refining your craft and your writing? Because if not, concentrate on the one thing you've got control over, improving your craft. Remember, you can't always control the nature of success. It's an ephemeral beast that Martin, like many others, learned to make peace with. He said, It was only until the late 1980s I kept thinking I was going to go away, but I never went away. So why was I wasting all that grief? I survived somehow by the skin of my teeth. Some of that is luck. And yes, you might need luck. And yes, being in the right place helps. And yes, artists like Steve Martin possess an abundance of natural talent. But it'll never be over if you don't get started. So I hope you enjoyed this episode on Steve Martin and how he achieved success with his creative career. If you're interested in learning more about Steve Martin, his autobiography, Born Standing Up, is a fascinating how he he wrote a lot of popular films from the 80s and 90s. And before that, how he wrote comedy. And he's also uh, teaches his process in a masterclass, which which I suppose I was able to take recently and which I wrote about on my blog. So I would encourage you to, to take that masterclass too if you want to learn how to inject a bit more colour into your writing. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please leave a rating on the iTunes store. And if you want to accomplish more with your writing, please visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash join and I'll send you a free email course. Thanks for listening.